Hello humans and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber and today is November 18th, 2020. Bear with me, these are the first words I'm saying this morning, so I haven't quite found my voice yet, but I had a lot of thoughts over the night and I wanted to document them. Some of them feel pretty big. Um, In general, uh, what I'm noticing this morning is that I I don't really trust myself um, at my core as much as I thought that I did before I checked. Um, I don't trust myself to necessarily make the right decisions, and I certainly don't trust that things are going to go well. And I think that that foundation is really limiting my ability to make progress in my life because I doubt everything. And even more than that, I regret a lot. I feel ashamed of a lot of things. It's way too easy for me to pick out um, what it is that I did wrong, what went wrong, what didn't work. Um, And I have a really hard time letting things go as if every mistake is somehow meant to be remembered so that I never make it ever again. Um, which sounds so dysfunctional and so blamey and a lot of things that I don't um, agree with and I would never put on anyone. So I'm just here documenting some of these things and I'll I'll talk to my therapist and to Thomas about them today. Um, But I just want to share with you something that maybe is really silly, but if it's bothering me this much, It clearly isn't silly to me or some of my parts. Over the weekend, um, we got rid of a bunch of um, brown paper bags that um, we got whenever we went to uh, pick up cannabis once a month. uh, We'll drive to Seattle and pick up a bunch of cannabis for the month or more. And the place that we were going to... um, I won't be afraid to say Uncle Ike's um, in Seattle. They are a wonderful company. Um, Highly like them and support them. When we went to the store the other day, um, they had a free food um, set up outside for anybody who didn't have enough food in the neighborhood. So cool company. Um, My point being that um, when we used to go to Seattle or when Thomas was still working in the city, um, he'd bring back this back this brown paper bag, this nice, thick, with handles brown paper bag that was very like, oh, we went to the shop and got this um, bag and it would have um, the weed for the month in it. And I have a thing for brown paper bags. I don't really know why. Um, I'm exploring that more, but I just, I thought that the whole experience was pretty nice. And I'm realizing that um, I don't have very many nice experiences. I don't go and drive anywhere. Um, I know most people aren't going and driving anywhere anymore these days, but um, I've, again, have been in isolation for six years, and so these little things of, like, getting go, to go drive somewhere, to get something, to have a little bag, to, you know, participate in society a little bit, I guess, meant a lot more to me than I thought that it would, because um, over the weekend, we got rid of all those brown paper bags, because uh, we had, a f- you know, a few of them from over the years, and... Um, so we got rid of them because we didn't think we needed them and we were just going to get more. But then when we went to go 
get weed this time. They don't use those brown paper bags anymore. They use these um, kind of plastic, um, I guess, supposedly reusable ones. I don't know if you're supposed to just bring that one back, but completely different aesthetic. Um, Not the cute brown paper anymore, kind of, sorry, but a little bit of an ugly red and black kind of plasticky reusable bag now. And so it's just not the same aesthetic and not as cute and not as charming. Um, and realizing that we gave away, got rid of something I can't ever get again, um, because they don't make those bags anymore and we're never going to get those bags again, um, hurts in ways that is really confusing to me. Like, I guess I'm not super afraid that anybody's going to judge me about this. If they do, please give insight. I just, it, it's been four or five days and it's still kind of bothering me a lot less now. Um, and I've got to like explore it and really validate it. And Thomas has been amazing to validate it too. Um, but still bothering me. And I'm realizing that throughout my whole life, these sorts of things really do bother me. Um, in this case, um, what I ended up doing was just doing research into, um, if I ever want to buy my own brown paper bags that don't have the logos on them because part of the issue is that, yes, I did like the bags, um, kind of a sensory thing. I liked the bags, but um, I would never really use them because they were fully logoed with um, an astronaut smoking weed, um, which as cool as that was, um, I'm not going to like put my cousin's Christmas presents in that bag and give them to him. So it was just kind of like not going to be used. So I ended up doing some, I just liked having them. It's just a strange thing. Um, also kind of to note down that like strange line of keeping things that you don't really need, but maybe you need them is definitely a hoarding tendency. Um, and one that my dad um, was not like an active, but a huge proponent of um, every drawer in our house when we still live together um, when I was younger and then his house still. Um, but I, I remember distinctly when we still lived together, um, just like every drawer being full of garbage, usually, um, of used stuff of thing. I don't, you know, I don't know. And I, I still hold on to things like, um, bags and, um, rubber bands and, you know, just different things that might be useful, but I, um, wasn't really holding on to garbage. Um, I did have some boxes of, um, of some things that needed to go to, uh, like I thought maybe needed to go to donation and I just went through and decided to just throw a bunch of it away because it's so hard to donate things these days. And I know that they're already, you know, overextended and I shouldn't donate things that really aren't worth reusing, um, so I did throw a bunch of that stuff away too. So I guess I was kind of hoarding some things in a few boxes over in the corner, but um, just kind of bringing up that like in my past, like every drawer, every cupboard, every closet was just full of stuff. Um, and I think that that's pretty common kind of holding on to things. I kind of realized, you know, holding on to things because um, I don't know if I'm going to have more things in the future Thomas voiced that it has a lot to do with, um, you know, not knowing if we're going to be able to replace any of these things, trying to be like minimalist, sustainable advocates, knowing that 
Um, maybe we should just use what we have, you know, these kind of things. There's just like a lot of philosophies um, that I've putted around and I'm not really sure any of them totally serve me to try and live up to some sort of ideal to make my needs easier to meet um, isn't essentially working. But in general, what I'm realizing is that I regret a lot and I hold on to the negatives a lot and I'm having a hard time letting go of things. And even with a bag of pretty much garbage that I'm going to be throwing away, um, you know, it's like, oh, well, maybe that one thing I could use again, maybe, oh, those new shoelaces that are three years old that I never used. And uh, I think the shoes are even gone, but I still have the shoelaces. Oh, maybe I should go dig that out. Um, I don't need any white shoelaces. Oh, but my cousin, he likes new white shoelaces. He likes white shoes. Maybe I should give him the shoelaces. And it's just like, um, I, I don't see him that often. It would be a process of like giving me shoelaces to my grandma to go give to him. And right now his house is in quarantine because his sister's tutor has COVID. And it's just like, how about we don't? What if we don't go through all the little things and hold on to all the little things and try and give away all these little things and repurpose every little thing and buy new things and have excuses for buying new things and or it's all okay. I'm I'm really not sure. I think I'm as confused at the beginning. I was as confused at the beginning of this episode as I am now. But essentially, I think it's all connected that like I'm really afraid of the future. I'm really afraid that I'm not going to have what I need. I'm really afraid that things aren't going to work out. I have some hoarding tendencies in order to potentially meet um, needs that I don't even know that I have. Um, there's a whole other arm to this of essentially just not meeting my needs well. Um, you know, having a lot of savings. Um, at this point of money that we were saving up to buy a house and it wasn't enough to actually buy a house. And so now we're sitting on this nest egg and I'd like to save, spend some of it on some smaller things than a house, um, both in terms of kind of our finances, paying off student loan interest, for example, um, but also buying some new clothes. I don't think I've gotten any new clothes in well over a year and I think I'm ready to start investing in some pieces that are going to last a little bit longer from companies that I actually like, like some Patagonia sweaters. And, um, but I'm, I'm having a hard time because things like, um, buyer's remorse and getting rid of things I wish I hadn't gotten rid of. And, um, in general, just really not respecting myself that much, like looking back and regretting, a lot of decisions that I've made, not appreciating a lot of things that I've done, seeing the flaws in my work a lot more than um, the benefits. Like, yeah, I did technically invent a diet that got my husband into supposed remission from junior idiopathic or rheumatoid arthritis. And um, he's doing a lot better and he's not in pain all the time. But you know, it's really hard to run a kitchen when you don't have an actual kitchen and you're using a bunch of plug-in appliances and the power strip dies all the time. And I haven't, you know, I can have, find like a million reasons why I'm not totally succeeding yet. 
I can find a lot of reasons to more or less denounce uh, my successes and say, well, I did, you know, maybe, you know, I did middle women um, and yeah, I worked with 200 students over three years and I gave away a lot of internships and I helped a lot of people with their self-esteem and, you know, I'm still having people message me. I actually, less than a week ago, um, somebody, um, Rebecca Elizabeth Stoneham, I think, Stone Street, um, um, maybe I'm saying that wrong. Rebecca Elizabeth, the other Rebecca Elizabeth, sorry, I'm saying her last name wrong. Um, there's just been a lot of Rebecca Stone some things in my life for some reason. But the point is, is that we've known each other since the beginning of Middle Women, and she just messaged me to say, hey, um, about a week ago, we've known each other for almost a decade now, and um, she's one of the people who maybe got something out of my work. I've also had another person who got a tattoo of my logo um, from Middle Women because it impacted her so positively. But I don't think about those sorts of things so much. I think about my failures. I think about what I did wrong. I think about what didn't work. I think about what hurt. I think about getting burnt out. I fear getting burnt out again. I fear being taken advantage of. I fear making the wrong decisions and regretting them. I fear putting my energy into things that don't work out and then I don't have enough energy anymore. Um, and I, I want to change that and I don't have a solution right now. I'm just kind of admitting what I'm going through and this isn't a fun place to be in. Not being able to look back and be too proud of things, you know, trying to be proud of things. Like I am proud of consolidating Thomas's student loans, but I regret not doing it sooner. You know, it's just like, ugh, what a horrible mindset to put yourself through all the time. So I'll work on that with Thomas and my therapist Liz today and uh, maybe even do another episode today or tomorrow and kind of document where I'm getting to, but I don't want to do this anymore. If there's a way to just focus on the good and stop focusing always on the negative, I think that that would directly benefit me and um, maybe a key to getting to where I want to in life. So thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.